I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour. Clap! For yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And the Enforcer. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Do not change your channel. This is, in fact, the SmackDown review. However, we're taking the Extreme Rules predictions because this is, of course, the go-home episode to Extreme Rules, and we're mashing them up with the SmackDown review. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, of course, predictions, very important. Currently, our WWE predictions champion, The Enforcer, is with us to give hey, us everybody. his latest predictions. Is he going to play it safe, or are we going to get more of the manic picks that got him to the promised land? Find out. Larson, What's the first match that we're going to predict today? Before we talk matches, let's talk confidence points. For those who may not be aware, we employ confidence points here going in Raw. For example, Extreme Rules, there's six advertised matches. Match most confident, you get six points. Match least confident, you give one. So on and so forth. So each match has a unique confidence point value. You get your pick right, you get those points. Whoever has most points at the end of the pay-per-view wins predictions and gets the belt. First match, U.S. title. Damian Priest versus Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, Enforcer, who do you got? Okay, this is what I'm thinking here. I'm loving what's going on here with uh, D- Damian Priest, the U.S. title. I don't think there is any reason to take the belt off of him. There is always a chance that someone can, especially with a Jeff Hardy, especially with a Saint Sheamus. But I really think Damian Priest is going to hold on to this belt. It is a triple threat, so I don't have all the confidence on it. I've only got two. Two on Damian wow. Priest. All right. Steve, who you got? I got Damian Priest as well. Uh, I think he's, uh, you know, they probably put Bib Fortuna in this match to, to eat the pin. Right. Um, but, oh, sorry. Return I meant Return Jeff Hardy. I meant Jeff Hardy. Like, Return of the Jedi Return just happened to come on after. I can do this. I can do this. You got it, man. Uh, I think Jeff Hardy's probably in the match to eat the pin. Uh, Damian Priest, look, this is Extreme Rules. It's a nothing pay-per-view. I doubt there's going to be any title changes on it. I don't think I've predicted that for anybody. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Damian Priest uh, with five confidence points. I'm wow. very I'm very confident wow. in this. Five yeah. okay. confidence points. Five. I'm going out of limb. i got to make some crazy picks to get that title off of Enforcer. I got Sheamus two confidence points. And I'll okay. tell you one reason they, they, could, uh, they could employ to take that belt off Damian Priest because he's going to SmackDown to be – uh, the opponent for Roman Reigns next year. He does wear blue. He does. He's so at least, at least in this graphic, fits. he's wearing blue. And also, if they had any designs in this feud between Sheamus and Damian Priest coming to an end, this would be a one-on-one bout. 
you know? So they got Jeff Hardy in there. So whether it's Sheamus pinning Jeff Hardy or Damian Priest pinning Jeff Hardy, it's going to motivate another match. And I feel like it might be stronger to motivate that match if Sheamus pins Jeff Hardy, get the belt back, and then Priest pins Sheamus whenever they have the next match, wins feud over. So I got Sheamus, too confident. All right, mm-hmm. going on a limb. I love it. Uh, quick shout-out yeah. to the one and only Medusa rating us. Thank you very oh, much, Medusa. Thank in you, the Medusa. Twitch That's chat, appreciate what it. is up? The champ is here in the chat. The legend. Let's uh, continue on, Larson. What's the next match? Uh, Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Steve, who do you got? I have Liv Morgan. She lost her match tonight to uh, Zelina Vega. Uh, and uh, so it's kind of like the ultimate with the, with the go-home math. I've got Liv Morgan uh, winning with four confidence points. Four confidence points. Oh, okay, four. I got Liv with three. Everything you said, uh, yeah, she should totally win this. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Totally. Liv, yeah. Liv Morgan, three confidence points. I'm, I'm a li- little less uh, confident on it, but I'm the same boat as you, Liv Morgan. This is the one where, honestly, Liv Morgan makes sense. Go-home math makes sense. Um, but of course, you never know. They could just roll with this Carmella. But I really think Liv really deserves this win on a pay per view on whatever level you think it is. But I've only got one on her. All Interesting right. that they've rebranded Liv as a green dancing girl. No, that's on this. That's on. You gotta turn today. that off. Man. Sorry. Turn it off. Okay, right. listen. Turn it just, off. That's strike turn two. Off. Okay, strike two. Okay. Yeah, I feel like time to turn it off. What's um, the next match? Next match, SmackDown Tag Team Championships champions, the Usos, against Street Profit. Steve, you watch Return of the Jedi. I'll go first here. Uh, I know Montez Ford uh, was on uh, the the receiving end of a beatdown from the bloodline to close SmackDown tonight. However, I think that was more so to motivate the, uh, Demon Balor coming out so he can get the the stand tall math. Uh, I really see. I don't really see the Usos losing those tag titles anytime soon. I got Usos for confidence points. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shockingly, they put Montez Ford in Carbonite. <laughs> yeah, no, wow. man. Of course, the Usos. That's strike three. Turn it off. Turn the it Usos. Off. The Usos are going to retain. They're going to retain. Uh, Montez. I, I honestly think they they are going to do this, and they should do this. Split up the street profits via the draft. Send Dawkins over to Raw. He could be Angelo Rawkins. It'd be great. And uh, Montez stays there because Bianca, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Montez is going to be – he should be a huge single star. Profits have already done, like, too much. They probably should have, like, slowed it down a little bit. They're, the, the tag team division just doesn't it's – not, it's, not, it's not really great. So uh, they don't really do a lot with it. So, uh, But Montez, I think especially tonight with some of the promos we saw, some of the promos we've seen, when he gets serious, man. Yeah. He could do really good work. Yeah, he can. Another thing to th- consider is when the Usos were walking backstage earlier in the night, they walked up to Gable and Otis. Oh, yeah. Uh, already looking past. They're already looking problems. past it. Yeah. So, oh, how many uh, confidence points do you yeah, have? How many points you got on that, man? Oh, I've got, uh, let's see here. I've got, eh, I've only got, I've only got three. Yeah, I probably should have put more three. on that, but I got three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, for everything you just said there, Usos aren't losing that belt there. And like you just even said, you hit it right on the head. Already looking past Street Profits, already lining up their next feud. Uh, Usos with four confidence points on that There we go. Next for the Raw Women's Championship, champion Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Enforcer, who you got? Okay, there was one earlier in the week, and I forget what show it was on, where I I stated where I think Charlotte – 
uh, getting the number of title reigns is sort of like on the back burner here. And now we're talking about length of days having the title, length of days being champion. And that's really one of the bases that I'm going off of. I've got Charlotte with three confidence points winning this one. All right. Steve, what about yourself? So the thing is, it's Alexa Bliss. I I have Charlotte winning, but only with one confidence point. Alexa did sort of stand tall, but like it's with the supernatural stuff, there's a possibility this match won't start, won't end. We'll have a weird wonky finish where we won't even know who who actually wins the match. Somebody could just disappear. Um, right. They always throw that weird stuff in there. So just for that reason, I've got Charlotte retaining, but only one confidence point. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you there. Charlotte retaining with one confidence point. Uh, okay. All the reasons you said. Uh, can't disagree with any of it. Uh, next. For the Universal Championship, champion Roman Reigns versus Demon Balor. Anybody not have Roman with six? Nope. <laughs> Roman with six. Nope. Roman, Roman with six. six. Roman, Roman with six. six. Yep. Roman with six. Uh, Roman was all right. Roman with six it is then. And then finally, I really do hope this match made events. Becky here, Lynch here. Yeah. versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown's title. Uh, Steve, who do you got? I have Becky Lynch with two. I think it's too early, and I think they might, they might want to do Becky versus Charlotte at Survivor Series because that's a hell of a match right there. Both being heels at this. Well, Charlotte, yeah, I guess Charlotte is a heel. Um, well, Charlotte's kind of like it's sort of both these days, and she yeah. she can kind of do whatever. She's just Charlotte. She can go wherever. Uh, but I think that's kind of a really interesting matchup right there. Becky versus Charlotte again, but with different roles now. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just a long way of saying, I, I think Becky's going to retain, it's going to be some cheaty shit. Maybe. I mean, I've only got two confidence points because maybe Bianca wins by DQ and she still, she still doesn't have the, the women's championship. Mm-hmm. So that's why I only have two confidence points, but I got Becky with two. All right. Uh, I got Becky with five. Yeah. There's a good chance. Uh, there could be some DQ stuff, but, uh, Becky with five, she's walking out of there with the title. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. doesn't preclude it from being. You, you oh, still I have that many, even considering yeah. the possibility. Sure, why not? DQ. I yeah. got to take some chances here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And even though with you saying you got to take some chances here, the guy who's holding the belt's putting five on Becky Lynch right here, baby. There you go. That's what, that's that that's, right. that's 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 what I'm thinking right there. Um, possibly, I mean, this is the definition of B level. Everything was kind of paint by numbers with the go home shows. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not deviating from the plan. I'm. I'm holding on to 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 my title by hook or by crook, baby. All, All right. right, sounds good. Don't accidentally spoil the results for yourself, man. Well, it's paper I did that tonight. Has, so has happened. Well, I know happened. tonight was the same thing, though. Um, anyways, uh, join us on Sunday. Yes. The three of us will, of course, be live yes. for Extreme Rules. Should be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing it over on the YouTube. Uh, so, Enforcer, thank you very much for hanging Absolutely. out. Uh, Larson and I now have the task of reviewing yep. the rest of SmackDown. So, lucky you, you get Best to leave us luck. now. Absolutely, yes. everybody. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. Take care, everybody. I will see you on Sunday. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right. And we're back. Thank you, Enforcer, very much for uh, joining us for predictions. Uh, wanted to give a quick shout out to some new patrons. Man, a, a, a Patreon exclusive episode of The Numbers Don't Lie this past week. We looked at Christian Cage and uh, not shocking the results, Larson. I'll be honest with you, not shocked at all. But uh, you guys will have to check that out at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. $5 a month, two bonus episodes every single month. And if you listen to the show in the audio realm, that's how you get the show ad-free with bonus content. If you want ad-free without bonus content, it's $3 a month. You can go to goingandraw.supercast.tech. That's a real thing. I didn't make that up. You can go there to that address mm-hmm. and you get the show mm-hmm. ad-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick shout out here to some new patrons. Uh, let's see here. We have... Uh, Michael Bus, I'm sorry, Michael Bixardi or Michael Bassardi, Perry Swift, Tom, and Dylan Thomas. Thank you very much. Thank oh, you also, so much. Billy Jones and thank you, Bryant oh. Martell. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you all much for your support. We appreciate it. Thank you it. so much. Yes, thank you. Thank uh, you thank now you. that's out of the way, let's talk about SmackDown. I thought it was actually a really, really decent episode tonight. I didn't yeah, think there fine. was much bad. I thought. The only thing that sort of uh, lagged maybe was the happy talk with Baron. Corbin. Yeah, that was like as much as I really enjoyed, uh, uh, you know, down as luck Corbin, this happy Corbin is just the same thing every week and it's gotten pretty stale pretty fast. Um, I kind of I miss I miss I miss down on his luck Corbin. I thought that was great. I Bum thought he was doing Corbin, really interesting yeah. creative stuff with it. This is just him saying how happy he is because he has a bunch of money, and has a bunch of expensive stuff over and over again. It's not it's, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, that was uh that was not a great segment. Otherwise, I really loved um the uh I loved the main event. Mm-hmm. I thought putting Montez Ford I and look, I I've been saying this for a little while now. I would love to see him and you and I even back when the Street Profits were still in NXT, we're looking at that and seeing the obvious and it's this dude He's going to be a single star one day. Mm-hmm. And with the draft coming up, I mean, I know Doc, I mean, it was probably just Dawkins had literally probably had something else going on tonight or whatever. 
But I couldn't help but sit there and think, man, this might be like an audition for a singles run. And he passes with flying colors. I think that when he does those, he had two promos tonight, uh, their interviews. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think that when he gets serious and he contrasts that with the more comical aspects of his character, there's some there's some dimension there that I think works really well. And as soon as, you know, he called a he called uh, the Usos uh, bloodline bitches. And you see Roman backstage and he says, I want him tonight. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. I love that kind of stuff because it's not like, you know, a redo of something else or it's not just a Roman promo with Heyman talking and talking and talking. Roman wanted to kick his ass because of what he said. And so we got a matchup that maybe, you know, we you know, that we wouldn't have got otherwise that I never would have thought of. And I yeah. was really happy to see that. Yeah, maybe it's something we'll get again in the future, you know? Sure. Yeah. With, with Montez elevated. Uh, you know, potentially into the main event. Um, one aspect I did like about well, several aspects I like about the main event, but one I like the commentary is pointing out. I don't know if there's a couple because there's a couple instances where like Montez is trying to do something like crazy athletic and didn't hit it perfect, you know? Yeah. Like I think he flipped out of a belly to back or something and kind of stumbled a little bit. Um, and commentary made a point, and I hopefully they'll use that as part of the story if he is going to go on a solos run is. He had some. Uh, he had some butterflies. He'd be a little nervous about being in such a high-profile singles match on his own. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like how whether that was something in advance or because of you know a couple minor little things they incorporated into the story. And I thought that oh, that's something you can run with going forward. Out of his out of his comfort zone, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, for all we know, this might be. This is getting way ahead of ourselves. You never know. He could be oh, the yeah. guy to take the title off Roman. You know, it's like there are certain guys you look at. It's like man. If they really did a good job with him, he's got all the tools to be a huge star. No, he does, but the caveat is if they do a good job with him. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really also liked uh, the the advancement of the Naomi Sonia stuff, mm -hmm. and it makes mm -hmm. me think, you know, uh, I know Sean Ross Sapp had reported that they had had graphics available ready for Sonia if she was going to be, because she was considered for Money in the Bank this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... You gotta think. Number one, I am ready for her to be back in the ring as a wrestler. Yeah, and same. I wonder if this story is going to motivate that. It seems, it seems like it's obvious, right? Yeah, it seems like it because it wasn't like Naomi said. At, of course, so she comes out to the ring. Naomi does says, I'm "Tired of waiting. I've been fined, been disrespected, I've been insulted. I'm not waiting. I want a match right now." And Sonya comes out and goes, "No," and nope. and has security escort. Naomi out of the ring. But before that, Naomi says, come on down. Let's have a match. You and me make the match. Yeah. And Sonya cuts off her mic and stuff. So now if Naomi, if the idea was Naomi was going to go, was going to have a match with somebody else sometime before that, maybe when Naomi just like, send anyone down. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Send anybody. You know, but no, she said, Sonya, you get down here. Let's yeah. have a match now. Yeah. So I mean, it seems obvious. That's what they're building towards. Yeah. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and I, I think the way they did it tonight was so effective. She comes out there, the crowd was into her, and uh, you know she her promo was just on point. And then Sonya really playing up. No, we're not going to go there. Um, cut her mic. Bring out security. I thought it was a, a segment with urgency. It didn't. Mm -hmm. It didn't like stumble around. It didn't get awkward. I thought it was just a really good confrontation. I thought that was good. Um, I, I, you know, there, I mean, there were some, like Natalia versus Nikki ASH. It's kind of whatever, but it motivated Shotzi and Knox coming out. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. 
So that that all whatever that's going to end up being, if it's going to be a triple threat next week or on Raw or whatever, that's going to end up being a pretty good match as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting they had uh, Nakamura versus Cruz again, only for Cruz to lose yeah. cleanly again. Yeah. You know, I think Sean Ross Sapp said on Twitter that Nakamura is like eight and zero. Oh wow! Against Cruz. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that like when 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 Boogs cut, you know, he starts playing uh, Nakamura's in, uh, entrance. Yeah. And he's in his ring gear. I'm like, oh, they're gonna motivate this to be a tag match, you know? Yeah, right. He's yeah. in his ring gear. He's ready to wrestle. Aziz is gonna come in and yeah, it, something. Yeah. We'll go to commercial. Come back. Tag match. No, it's not what happened. Yeah. Not what yeah. happened at all. Nakamura rolled up Cruz. It's got to be yeah, White Brown. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say here in chat. He says uh, Cruz going to Raw. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, they're they're totally going to Raw. And hopefully yeah. it'll be a clean slate. I really like the character rebrand for Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was good stuff. Uh, and then the, the other thing that really stood out to me before we get into the recap was um, Dom finally, you know, this was this was one of those bizarre things where it's like WWE in this story, they are going to treat the guy who is speaking truth and, and logic, Sami Zayn, they're going to treat him like he's the bad guy. Because like his pep talk to Dom, which was right on, like was oh, yeah. completely full, full full of truth and sound advice. They're gonna tr- because Dom's gonna turn on his dad. Yep. And uh, and Ray just this overbearing father, and Dom saying, "Dude, you are suffocating me." And Ray said, "You don't have your head on right." <laughs> I'm gonna leave you alone because you would have your head on right. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, but I, I thought that Sammy was excellent in this position, and I'm I'm actually pretty interested in what they're gonna do with Dom. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, let's go ahead and kick it off because we could talk about this as well. So they sure. opened SmackDown with a Bianca Belair recap and Becky Lynch recap thing. Um, Becky comes down for a promo. We get a smattering of booze. I never know what's real or what's just being piped in there. But uh, she says, "What a party they threw for Bianca." For, I don't know, I guess making it out of her hometown and making something of herself. But I made something of myself uh, as well. I came back after having a kid, won the title in record time. Nobody threw me a party, but that's okay. You know, I like cake, but that's okay. She says, as the better man, I went to shake her hand and unprovoked. She had to assert her dominance, wouldn't let go of my hand. What choice did I have? Law of the jungle, hit or be hit. So what choice did I have? I didn't want to embarrass her in front of her friends, her family, her hometown, but I didn't have a choice. I am the better man. I wanted to give her time to recalibrate after her SummerSlam loss, but no, she wants her rematch at Extreme Rules. But remember this, and then Bianca interrupts. She comes down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, she interrupts. She says, first of all, keep my mother, mom and dad's name out of your mouth. Says, but yes, you did beat me at SummerSlam. You did embarrass, her, uh, embarrass me last week in my hometown but I think that's not going to happen on Sunday. Uh, or she, Sorry, she said, but if you think that's going to happen on Sunday, uh-uh. Uh, she didn't know she was facing Becky at SummerSlam. And Becky's like, well, you call yourself the EST. Shouldn't you have been ready? Or is that just a catchphrase? And then Bianca says, I've been showing you why I've been the EST, the strongest, because I lifted you up in, in heels last week. I'm the fastest because I did everything you did for the quarter of the time. And uh, Becky says Bianca's only good uh, because she, because sh- Becky showed the world how to be great. And Bianca says the match Sunday isn't going to end in 26 seconds. The winner is going to be the EST. So she extends her hand, shake, and Becky fakes like she's going to shake uh, 
uh, Bianca's hand. Instead, uh, slaps Bianca, holds up the belt, starts talking trash, and then Bianca lays into her with a bunch of shots, and that leads to uh, Becky going for a manhandle slam. Bianca escapes that, hits a KOD. Yeah. So it seems like Becky's going to retain on Sunday uh, by go-home math. It's going to be an interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they book that because clearly mm-hmm. right now the idea is get Bianca over even more. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to have to. Maybe maybe the do you think the early thought might be WrestleMania even for Bianca to get that title back? Like is she going to lose at Extreme Rules? She won't have like she. I mean at that point she's zero and two to Becky. She won't yeah, have like a recourse besides either the Rumble or mm-hmm. a number one contender thing. So maybe yeah, Bianca can go off into another feud and, and and Becky with the same, and then eventually they'll come back. That's possible. That could yeah, be. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, after that, we had Shinsuke Nakamura, King Nakamura versus Cruz. We sort of talked about this before. Nakamura got the win with a cross arm takedown pin after yeah. Aziz helped Cruz. So like he was loading up for a Kinshasa. Aziz pulled uh, Cruz out. It was a bizarre bit of TV. Like, I don't know if, if Kevin Dunn had something stuck in his throat or something, but, like, Shinsuke was loading up for it, and instead of our customary 13 shots in three seconds, it just stayed on him while the crowd started booing, and he looked confused, and then it finally cuts to wide, and you have Aziz pulling Cruz out. Um, yeah. But then Boogs shows up, hits uh, uh, Aziz with a really impressive overhead belly-to-belly suplex, Yeah, uh, and then uh, uh, Nakamura gets uh, Cruz back in, and uh, get get some that with that uh, cross arm takedown pin yeah, thing yeah. Uh, for yeah. the win there. Yeah. After that, we had a Montez Ford interview. He's asked uh, if you have any concern about Sunday, and he says, "I have a lot of feelings about Sunday, but concern isn't one of them." Come Sunday, Street Profits get the tag titles back. He says Dawkins was called upon to go to a wedding. He says, but he'll be back at Extreme Rules. They've already beaten the Usos twice. Roman's been running them ragged. He's been treating them. Not like family, but like bloodline bitches. So if uh, if they split up the profits, if Angelo Dawkins becomes Angelo Rawkins mm-hmm. over at WWE, what would his gimmick be? Got to take him. You got, he can't. He can't be the guy still showing up in the street profits gear. Only he mm-hmm. takes the the, mm-hmm. the S uh, uh, P turns into an A D. You can't do that. That's mm-hmm. like the most WWE thing they would do. Mm-hmm. Give him a well, new gimmick. His his you remember the the curse of greatness gimmick he had in NXT. I do not, but I heard you mention that before. That was well before Street Profits. Yeah, well before. I do not remember that at all. Remember that one. Um, you know, we saw tonight apparently in a dark match situation, Shane Thorne was rebranded God. in like a crocodile Dundee gimmick. This is a real thing. He had the hat with the teeth in it. It was so bad. It was really bad. So bad. Uh, I mean, that's that's even worse than We Book Raw when we were doing goofy shit. Uh, give Dawkins, let's give Dawkins a We Book Raw. What would it be? I mean, uh, Angelo Rockins is, is yeah. something. So he's like all branded WWE Raw, like the various eras of Raw. Like an all-over print of all the different raw logos. So I don't know if you noticed Bianca's jacket she was wearing tonight had all her accomplishments on it. Oh yeah, like won the rumble on her on her her arm. It had like uh, Bailey's name and Sasha's name. Oh, okay. So Dawkins has something similar, yeah. but yes, all the various eras of Raw. Yeah, he's he is he is Raw. Monday yeah. Night Rawkins. Yeah, yeah, that's good. 
Raw is Daw. That's good. <laughs> it's all good stuff. It's, it's really bad. It is really um, bad. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. How about this? I mean, he comes to the, the ring. Worry. He comes to the ring and he's like, man. Uh, I've had such a hard time of it. You know, you guys remember what happened to me last week? And they're like, no, well, here's a refresher. And he throws to a recap of like a raw from like 1995. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? He's like, oh, I just love going down memory lane of my favorite show. That could be, that could be. That's the, I mean, that's, I guess that's the issue is, is Dawkins is so we know him as Dawkins, you know, as one half of the street profits and, you know, he, he's immensely talented. He's got tons of personality, tons of charisma. He's a good wrestler. Going in Daw. That's good. Yeah. He likes unprotected um, sex. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I you, you thought I meant this show. No. Nobody knows this show. Nobody there. No. It would, <laughs> it's, Let's just move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> just move on. I love that. I just, I just roped you in on that one, man. I'm sorry. So uh, next we got Roman and Heyman backstage. They're in the locker room. Uh, Roman asks, you know, hey, did you hear what Montez Ford uh, said? And Heyman says, yeah, he called the Usos bloodline bitches. Roman says, I want to match with Ford tonight. And Heyman's like, well, you're defending the title in 48 hours. Roman just glares at him. Heyman (laughs) stops, says, all right, that sounds like a fine main event for tonight. I'll go make the match. Yeah. He was like, what are you doing? Get out of here. It's like, oh yeah. It's like, yeah, why are you it. still here? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So after that, we had uh, Sonia and Pierce. They run into Heyman. They're like, dude, we're not going to tell you where Brock is being drafted. We're not telling you that. They're like, they don't even know. And so uh, he's like, yeah, I don't care about that. You now have your main event, Roman versus Ford. And uh, and then he le- they're like, hey, that's a pretty good idea, Paul. Good idea. And then he leaves, and he comes back, and he's like. And then after the match, we're going to talk about the draft. Yep. Yep. Uh, we had another really good Seth Rollins promo. He's doing some awesome, awesome work. He had a great suit. Oh, man. Uh, it was red and, and with the pink. It was like a, a red yeah, tie, like red, red, red suit with a pink shirt, I think it was. Yeah, magenta it looked like. Oh, boy. Very vivid. It was great. So, of course, he's addressing Edge. He says, uh, I'm a patient man. I really am. But it's been seven days since I laid out the ultimatum at Edge's feet, and I've heard nothing. But that's okay, because the sound of Edge's silence is deafening, and it reveals the truth. The truth is Edge is hurt. You're hurt bad. You're afraid, and you're ashamed to admit that I might be the reason you never get to compete in the WWE ring again. Well, that's mildly amusing to me, Seth. It's not good enough. I want an answer, and I don't want to wait anymore. Edge, you're going to show up on SmackDown next week, and you're going to look me in the eye and tell the entire world the truth, that I am not Edge Light that I am superior to you in every way and, that's, and that I am the one responsible for ending your career. And he says, but Edge, if you can't choose, or sorry, Edge, if you choose not to do this, I, I, I won't be made a liar of. I will find you and I will beat those words out of you in front of your wife and your children. Mm. He says, you got a choice to make. I, I know you'll make the right choice. And sure enough, like 10 minutes later, Edge tweeted he's going to be on SmackDown next week. Yeah. So it's clear that being called Edge Light really got under Seth Rollins' skin. What would somebody calling you blank light? What would that? What would get under your skin? Oh, Larson, he's just so and so light. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really feel like I take stuff that personal. <laughs> I'm pretty mellow about it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who. I don't know why. I don't know what. You know. I mean, people sometimes say I look like an out of shape John Cena. 
Yeah. You know, which is kind of the same thing. I, that wouldn't really bug me, though. Like, I've heard no. that a million times. Being on YouTube, you get sort of a thick skin. <laughs> we, we've I mean, heard yeah. it all. I think, I think we've had death threats in our comments, like, ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hilton Light? If somebody calls you Hilton Light? No, it doesn't bother me. Doesn't really make sense. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we had Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega. Match is about to start. Carmella comes down to ringside, and she kind of sits at the top uh, commentary table, joins the commentary team. So Liv's off to a fast start. Uh, there's some back and forth. Uh, eventually, though, uh, Liv reverses a corner clothesline, sends Zelina face first into the corner, second turnbuckle. So Mella comes over and starts talking crap to Liv. Mm-hmm. So Liv reaches out and tries to grab Carmella by her hair. This allows Zelina an opportunity to hit a kick on Liv, follow with code red to get the win. Yeah. Um, I mean, either they're just going to, they're going to keep this thing going and Liv Morgan's going to lose at extreme rules, but I don't know. I think she's probably going to win that match. Yeah. I mean, she's already beat Carmella several times. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, if, go. if they keep this going, I don't see why, but that hasn't prevented WWE from keeping feuds going way too long before, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. What was your pick for that match? Live, right? Yeah. With like how many confidence points? Three, I want to say. Okay, I think I was at four. You were at four. Okay, yeah, three. Sense. Yeah, three. All right. Uh, let's see here. Afterwards, we had uh, there was they showed uh, footage from a digital exclusive of Happy Corbin going on a spending spree. Uh, where he was spending money on like uh, suits. Yeah, well, mainly suits. it was just suits, custom yeah, suits. Yeah, it was all custom suits. And we had happy talk with Corbin. He comes down, runs down <sighs> Kevin Owens a bit. Uh, or, sorry, first he comes out and he's like, hey, you know, this this isn't going to be like most talk shows. It's not going to be like the Kevin Owens show where he makes people sad and breaks them. This is going to be all about happy people, successful people, and my first guest. And everybody's kind of geeking. It's like, oh, what are they going to do? It doesn't matter what it is. He just wants somebody. And, of course, he says, it's me. And then he kind of humorously he does sit in the guest chair um so he sits down and he starts running down kevin owens of course kevin owens comes down and then he gets sneak attacked by a hooded masked man that he takes off the hooded the hood and the mask and it's riddick moss back last was seen on raw Probably mm-hmm. like five years ago. I don't remember. I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't think it's quite really five years ago, but it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah it was, was a while ago. He was a twenty-four-seven guy. He was. He was. Nice. I, it's. It's. They're insistent on giving Corbin henchmen. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. Yeah, it's that's like his constant thing, yeah. is he always has henchmen. I don't, dude. I don't mind that he has henchmen. Just 
like the the what were the uh, Macklin and uh, the other guy and oh uh, Wesley, Wesley Blake. Blake, like it's always something weird with WWE. They had on like hood like hoodie hoodies. They had like hooded sweatshirts and blazers over them. And you're just thinking uh, the entire time I was just like. These guys have got to be sweating buckets under that. Mm-hmm. And it's distracting me from what's going on on the TV. At least. They're see- only around a couple of weeks. You didn't miss much. <laughs> At least. See, you're right. At least seemingly with Riddick Moss. Number one, he wasn't wearing a blazer over his hoodie. But, but he did have a hoodie. He did have a hoodie. But him and Baron were kind of like palling it up a little bit. They're both snickering. You know, they're laughing. They're laughing. There's- they're happy. If there's a relationship between them, I don't mind if it's a guy that's lower than Corbin on the on the food chain. What was bizarre is when like Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley were his henchmen. That was weird. Or like wasn't like Braun his henchman at one point? He had like the like the most main event level henchman, and he was never a main event. It was weird. It was weird. It was weird. It, it was weird. But I I don't know. At least in in you know more you know relative modern day wrestling last 10 years someone who's basically constantly mm-hmm. basically constantly always had henchmen in yeah. WWE at least yeah yeah he loves his henchmen yeah he, he really does so anyways uh they uh, end up attacking kevin owens and then it culminates in them hitting a double choke slam on owens mm-hmm. on top of the ring steps so, mm-hmm. uh, after that uh montez is warming up backstage kayla comes up and she asks him do you regret what you said earlier and montez says no yeah. It's one of those times where my, my big mouth has lent me an opportunity. So says tonight he's going to do what he does best in the ring, and that's be Montez Ford. Yeah. Uh, after that, they mentioned the Edge tweeting he's going to be a SmackDown mm-hmm. thing. And then we had Natalia versus Nikki A.S.H. They reran some of the Raw stuff uh, when the titles changed hands. Uh, in this case, uh, Nikki got the win. Once again, Tamina got on the apron. Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley uh, took her off the apron. That parent distraction allowed Nikki to uh, counter a roll-up with a roll-up mm-hmm. and got the win over Natalia. After that, Shotzi and Knox come out on the tank, and uh, they shoot a cannon at the tag champions, uh, uh, the, 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 the tank cannon thing. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm glad they're out there. I'm glad, hey, you know what? They won five different championship contender matches well, they might have to win a six to get a title shot against the new champions. Team. Right. Yeah. That might. Hey, that might be. That might be a kickoff show match at the it three of them. It could be. Maybe. It could be. Uh, so next we had uh, Ray uh, lecturing his son. Oh my gosh. And Dom tells Ray, "You're suffocating me. You want me to fly my own, but you never give me the chance. If you weren't ringside, I would have beaten Sammy." Ray and was Ray, beside himself here. He says, "I'm going to give you your space." You're not being yourself. And You're he gets up and he leaves. Thinking straight. What the hell, straight. Ray? So Sammy Zane walks in. He's like, oh, not looking to fight. Not looking to fight. He says, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed about losing to a, a superstar of my caliber. But I will point out that every time we wrestled, you have gotten better. He says, your father, he's a good man, a legend. But I'm just going to say this. I suggest you stop listening to him. Start trusting your own instincts. He just leaves. Very Sound diplomatic advice. on Sammy's part. Sound yeah. advice. Diplomatic. But they're going to make it like he's the bad guy here. I know. You know why? It's because Vince doesn't have like a normal, you know, family life. Because he's all weird. So he's like, oh, yeah, this good advice. That's bad. 
It's what a bad guy would do. Anyways, uh, after that, we had uh, Naomi. She came down. She says, uh, I came to SmackDown to compete, but Sony refuses to put me in a match. I've been fined. I've been disrespected. I've been ignored, but I'm not playing this game anymore. I want a match. Not tomorrow, not next week, tonight. So which one of you ladies back there want to feel this glow? Sony says, no, uh-uh, sorry, honey, not happening, no way, uh-uh, I make the matches, not you. Naomi says, fine, make a match between me and you. Sony says, everyone knows I'd smack the glow off your face. Besides, I'm your boss, I'm a WWE official. Naomi says, you're not a very good one because you're not making matches. And she starts getting the crowd to chant, make the match, make the match. And Sony's like, no, 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 cut the mic, cut the mic, cut the mic. Uh, so they finally do. She's like, get security out there. Security comes down. And uh, Sony says, you know what? You you get your chance and chance after chance after chance. You drop the ball. Sony just keeps on talking shit. And uh, Naomi walks past her with security being taken away, basically. Uh, yeah. I thought this was really good. The crowd's booing the crap out of Sony, and she just sort of does the Pete Dunn shrug. Um, I thought, yeah, that was really, really good. Sony is, it was Sony good. is great. Naomi's terrific if she has something to work with. It's all mm-hmm. good stuff. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, after that, quick shot of Roman and the Usos walking backstage, heading out to the arena for the main event. And uh, the Usos are walking by. Otis and Chad Gable stop, have a little bit of a stare down. We get a quick B- uh, Becky promo. She says that she gave Bianca a chance to back out, but Bianca kept pushing her, pushing her, pushing her. And Becky really reminds us that she has been a champ every day. She's been active in WWE since WrestleMania 35. Says, uh, I'm you know, she says she's not scared of someone that she beat in 26 seconds. Extreme rules, she's not gonna just beat up Bianca, she's gonna break her. You would have figured at that point they'd be like, Oh, it's been booked an extreme rules match or something. It's probably something they'll announce on Twitter in the morning. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and then we had our main event Roman Reigns versus Montez Ford featured a table breaking seemingly under just the slightest amount of pressure, which was kind of weird. Um, but uh, I mean, no. hats off to Montez for staying on his feet. Just no sold that completely. He was like, oh, that happened. Um, thought it was a really fun match. Like you said, mm-hmm. commentary playing up. Uh, Montez being out of his comfort zone, singles match, main event match. Um, and uh, I thought this was really, really good stuff. It was good. It was good. Uh, in the end, uh, Montez goes for a frog splash. Roman gets the knees up, locks on the guillotine, and Ford tries to get out of it, has to tap, though. So after the match is over, Paul Heyman gets the ring, and he's telling Roman, that's not enough. You got to show Montez, and you got to show Finn Balor uh, what Roman Reigns looks like when he takes it to the extreme. So he waves the Usos out. They come out. They start putting a chair in the ring. They set up a table ringside. Uh, uh, Roman rock bottoms Ford. The table set up ringside, and the lights come down. And they come back up. The red lights do. And you can kind of make out a presence behind Roman and the Usos on the ring post. <gasps> it's Demon Balor. Yeah, he's like, and so, yeah. And so he hits a fun splash off the, the, the ring post onto them. And then he takes a, a kendo stick to the Usos. Roman tosses him in the ring, comes after him with a chair. Finn hits him with the sling blade, hits Roman with the chair a bunch of times. And then after Roman ro- rolls out of the ring, hits him with a tope. Yep. Yep. Guaranteeing that he will not be the next Universal Champion at Extreme Rules. He's gonna be. He's just gonna be the. I mean, it, you know, this is the kind of thing you think Demon Balor. It's like, oh, if he's gonna take a loss, have it be at the Rumble, Survivor Series, something like that. You know what? I guess maybe they'll think, okay, 
it's it the demon's gonna take a loss, but look what it took to beat him. You know, it's extreme rules match. You'll probably have to go through like three tables. Yeah. Twenty five shots with the kendo stick. That's a you know. Point. That's a good point. You're gonna probably have to go through Usos. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's no DQ, so mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good They'll point. They'll just throw everything Robin to throw everything at, at Demon Balor to get the win. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. I got a sure. thread up here on the Patreon. Uh, a couple questions here. First up, uh, let's see here. Uh, that was a good question. David Matushek, after seeing Reigns versus Ford, what other members of prominent tag teams should take on the head of the table to freshen up the matchup quota? What other Robert Root. Robert Root. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a good answer. Good actually answer. get to see Robert Root actually wrestle more than like a five-minute match. Good Lord. And like losing to Dom over and Boogs like in two minutes. <sighs> Boy, he's misused. Robert, there's a new gimmick for you. Remember, Robert, remember Robert NXT? misused. Remember NXT Bob Root? I remember NXT, yeah. Gosh, he was so good in NXT. He was really good, He was such man. a tactician in the ring. It was great. It was really good. Uh, here we go. Gregory Fiella. With the way WWE has been booking, he says Kevin Owens, but I kept on. You were supposed to call him Kevin Steen at this point. Has been booking Kevin Steen. How would you book him until the Royal Rumble to keep him from leaving to go to AEW? Well, we both know it's not possible. He's out the door. I mean, you'd have to have him. I think the you'd have him win the Rumble. He'd beat Roman. That's the only thing you could possibly do, and I still think that'd be like a Benoit situation where desperation put the belt on him, and he still leaves. That dude still left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they yeah. had some poor Sid. Sid had to job. Oh, Maggie dropping a ton of gifted subs oh, here. Thank, thank you, Maggie. Maggie. You're thank the you best. So um, Sid was like, man, they shouldn't have little guys beat me. But I did it because Sid, you know, Sid, if it wasn't softball season, he'd do business. And then he left anyways. Yep. Yep. So, uh, Uh, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing you can do. I mean, probably you you could try to put that. I think even beating Roman ain't going to do the trick, man. Yeah. Uh, White Brownie with the draft next week. Name one tag team, one man and one woman who would benefit from a a brand switch. So let's take the profits out of it because we've talked about them endlessly. Yeah, Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand you know switch. what? I kind of feel like the the Viking Raiders could could stand to, to switch brands. I kind of hey, feel like man. they've done what they're going to do on Raw. Um, it seemed like they're not anywhere close to the title picture. Send them over to SmackDown. Some new opponents for the Usos. Viking Raiders versus the Usos. That's a good one. Viking Who's... Raiders versus Gable and Otis would be interesting. That'd be good. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, what else? A man and a woman? Yeah. Um... We've talked about Drew and Bobby Lashley both going, but who's and Apollo going to Raw? Yeah, I feel like Apollo going to Raw would be good for him. Seth needs to stay on SmackDown to face mm-hmm. Roman. That's kind of feel great. like Edge is going to go to Raw. He's going to be on SmackDown next week. They'll probably have one more match, he and, and Seth, and then he'll go to Raw. Yeah, because he's gone through that entire main event scene. Yeah. And over on Raw now, you got, yeah, you got Big E. You get to a program with AJ or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ, that's good. That's good. It could be the same sort of, you know, dream match thing. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's someone, see here. 
I was trying to think of someone for the women's division that could oh, yeah. um, benefit from switching brands. Clearly, well, no. Let's see. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking like, I don't know. The horsewomen all kind of should stay where they're at. I mean, would Sasha benefit from being on the same oh, brand I'd as suggest Oscar? Because I think an Oscar Becky feud would be good. Oh, they need to revisit that. That's a good one. That's mm -hmm. a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Moses opposes. Since the last two women's tag team champions have been thrown together, which new thrown together tag team? Are gonna should take the belts off super brutality. So it's probably be well, let's assume it's not Shotzi and, and Tegan Knox. Well, that's what about this? How about by the end of Sonia Deville versus Naomi, they find a new respect for each other. Oh gosh. And Sonia's like, hey, you 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 brought me off the bench back into the game. I can I have my confidence now, I can wrestle again. So All right. we got Sony Deville and Naomi as a tag team. Uh, King CTM to help sell the demon in defeat. I think it'd be cool if you either no sold the spear or kicked out at one. What do you think? What's 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 a, a, a better looking loss for the demon? Tapping out. Well, he's not going to tap out. Passing out or getting pinned. Like if Roman sets up like five tables in a corner. One after it's, the other after the other and spears the demon through there and pins him after it's that. It's got to be a pin. It's yeah. got to be a pin. Passing out is, is like the act of a defiant man, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, you could do that. At least with a pin, it's like, oh, well, even even like you could probably knock out Freddy Krueger for three seconds. He'll get up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, That'd be can't. the thing if, if the demon gets pinned. And then, like, Roman turns his back, turns back around, he's back up or something like that. Passing you know? out is like a plucky underdog thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, he can't break his spirit. That's not the demon. No. No. Now that we said that, they're probably going to have him tap out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll do the worst WWE thing. Uh, let's see here. This is a good question. Marvin McGee, if Demon Balor loses to Roman, does that mean WWE is done with supernatural gimmicks? No, I mean they still have Alexa. That's still she's got a supernatural gimmick. Nobody, yeah, I know, but she was talking so much like not like a supernatural gimmick in her promo with Charlotte. Yeah, that I wonder if they're kind of getting away from that. With they her. could, they could. Nobody in two point is supernatural either, and if that's like where the gimmicks all start now, except for Joe Gacy, all of his stuff disappeared on the dot com. Huh? <laughs> He's got teleportation powers. Anyways, we got a Rampage review to do. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. The Rampage review will be up around the same time as this. Thanks for watching. Yeah, some at some point. Uh, hopefully, you'll join us on Sunday for Extreme Rules WWE pay-per-view. You know it's going to be great. Thanks for watching. Until oh. <laughs> next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.